Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone. This is Catherine, and I think I have my co-host, Meg Davis, on the line. Meg, are you there? I hear nothing. Hmm. Okay, we're opening a line here. Can you hear me? Oh, not again. I think we're having a problem. I'm going to call myself in. Thanks 
Thanks for calling back to Wellness in Rutledge, Georgia. If this is a medical emergency, please hang up and dial 911. Our usual office hours are Monday through Friday from 8.30 to 5.30. We will be closed Wednesday, January 1st. Please leave your name, number, and a brief message, and we'll be glad to return your call. Thanks for calling. Hello? Catherine. That's Meg. Yes. Hi, Catherine. We were having a little microphone difficulties here, but I'm here. How are you today? I'm good. Are you online? Do you think? I am online. Yes. Okay. My, and you... microphone, was sh- my microphone was showing, but you couldn't hear me, so I just used another phone, so hopefully this is good. Oh, well, okay. I didn't think I was online. Yes, I think we're all online, hopefully. Everybody can hear Let's us. check. Did you call someone and find out if they can hear us? Let's do that. I'm going to open 352 and see. Hello there. Hi, Catherine. I can hear you. Hi, Rod. You can hear us? Yes. Okay. I guess we had a problem with our microphone. So could you hear me saying hello? Is anybody there? <laughs> I did hear you, but I don't think anybody here heard me. Okay, so it must have been on your line. All right, we're here. Thank you, Rod. We're here. You're Get welcome. back to you. All right, shall I? Okay, let's shall begin. I start our show. Okay, good. Good afternoon, everyone around our beloved planet. Happiest of Father's Day to you all. Today is June fifteenth, two thousand fourteen. And welcome to Dr. Catherine May's Blog Talk Radio Program Channel Panel. Our Sunday program is dedicated to Sananda's healing and ascension training. For our new listeners, let me just touch on a quick bit. Dr. May channels our beloved friend and mentor, Sananda, who is helping us understand our ascension process and brings us up to date on all the changes occurring around the planet. I am your co-host, Meg Davis, and I am calling in from the greater Atlanta area in Georgia. Our host, Dr. Catherine May, is a clinical psychologist in the Hudson Valley area in New York and has been for over 35 years. And Dr. Catherine May is well known for developing 
the visual centering technique, bring thousands of people rework neurological brain channels, allowing them a more positive and present moment. Catherine's website is www.whoneedslight.org, where you can read Sananda's new scriptures, channeled messages from Mother Father God, and her tour information and scheduling private sessions. And with that, I'll say hello again, Catherine. Welcome. Hi, Meg, and welcome to you too. I was Thank I you. was wondering if we were going to have another one of those false starts today. That looks like everything's fine. Yes. So there are some glitches with Blog Talk Radio sometimes. Um, the co- the ho- co-host line sometimes seems to be a problem. So we'll just keep at it, and hopefully things will work out. Um, eventually, they usually do. I do hear a bit of a scratchiness on the line, so don't know where that, that might be coming from your end, but we'll see. Okay, um, I do have a couple of announcements, just quickly. We are um, about to begin our summer Healing for Ascension tour, and it's going to be a fun time. A lot of our time is going to be in Canada. So we have um, our Toronto workshop planned for this coming weekend, and that's going to be really exciting because we have a bunch of people that we have been in contact with in Toronto, and we're going to a lovely retreat center um, that's a bit north of, of Toronto, so it's outside the city. And they it's also um, a lovely big house, and they have rooms. I don't know if there are some rooms still left, but... People can stay there if they want to. And we're also going to see some of our friends from Montreal are going to come all the way to Toronto, too. So that's going to be fun. So then after that, we're planning um, two or possibly three retreats at my cottage in Canada. And it will be, we have, we've set aside these dates. It looks like these are going to be the final dates. Um, we're going to do a women's retreat, and then we're going to do a men's week, and then possibly in September, um, co-ed camp. So the women's group will be July 13th till the 20th. It's a whole week. Then, ooh, scratchy, scratchy, okay. The men's week will be August 17th through the 24th. So I hope we want to give people a lot of um, lead time so that they can plan around their vacation times. And then September we haven't, um, we haven't yet planned. We also may do another workshop in Montreal or in the Frenchens just north of Montreal, Um, and that would be July 27th to the 29th. So those are our upcoming events. Um, Our webmaster, Don, is in the Galapagos on a ship for work, so he's not able to do a lot of um, 
updating for us right now. So we're using our Facebook page for that purpose, and all of these things will be posted on Facebook under the Healing for Ascension Tour. So Gabriella keeps that up to date several times a day. So all the information about where we are and what we're going to be doing will be there. Healing for Ascension Tour. Okay, um, I think that's all the information about our upcoming tour. For the next uh, few days, we'll be here in High Falls. Working, we're working on um, getting Gabriella's immigration papers finished and sorting things out there and getting ready to travel. So it's a pretty exciting time. Today we were going to have my friend Tom, Tom Lawler from um, the Freedom Club. We had planned that the last time he was here, but it's Father's Day and he was otherwise uh, occupied today. And so I asked our dear friend Meg to come back as co-host after receiving literally dozens of comments and and calls and notes and emails from people saying, bring back Meg. She's fabulous. We love Meg. So lucky me. Here's Meg. (laughs) So she's going to be with us as our frequent co-host. We're still working out schedules, but I'd be happy if Meg wants to come Every time, a lot of times, we'll figure that out. Um, We will also have guest speakers, so people that I would really like to have come and work with us, like Mark Gregg, who is Meg's dear friend and wonderful healer, and he's promised that he will come on one of our calls um, and we'll do a session together, and that's always fun. I love working with these folks because their techniques and their expertise just fits hand in glove with the kinds of things that I'm doing here. So it expands our work. It gives people another point of view, and it really makes it fun. So we're going to be doing that, expanding in every direction. (laughs) So thank you, Meg, for being here. Yes, it's my pleasure, Catherine. So today is our our special healing call. Now, we began these healing calls some time ago by having people write in and ask for individual healings. And that we did do for a while, and I think it was very effective. We had a lot of really good um, testimonials from people who were, who were just doing amazing healings um, because of their participation in the calls. Um, and then we changed our format a bit because Rhonda offered to come and do the healing sessions with us. And so we sort of turned it over and let Sananda kind of decide what sort of format he would like. And then I was 
checking with him before we started today, and he said, um, well, last week, you know, Kenneth called and asked if he could, what he can do to help with his cancer. And um, I think he was fairly new to the show, and I told him to come, I think that was on Wednesday, and I told him to come today, Sunday, so, Kenneth, I hope you're on the line. Kenneth is um, a Reiki master and a healer in his own right, but he said he's having trouble healing himself. So I told him to come today and listen in. And I was speaking with Sananda earlier about how he wanted to do this and how how we could work this together. And he said, no, you go ahead in the beginning and do... Um, talk about the kinds of techniques that you use for healings um, like we did earlier on the calls, and then he will come in and do an add to it and and uh, offer what he would like to offer. So I thought it would be a good idea because um, cancer is just so... Uh, rampant these days. So many people are struggling with it. And it is something that we can heal. We will soon, I hope, have uh, for everyone available the most basic cancer cures, which of course are found everywhere around us. There are many countries and many um, cultures where cancer is either practically non-existent or where they have very simple and direct cures that do not require chemotherapy or radiation or any of those toxic, horrible things that our medical establishment is stuck on. So we're praying for an opening there that the medical establishment will back off and Stop insisting that everyone has to have the same treatment, which is um, marginally effective, and allow the things that are far less toxic and more effective. So we're going to do our part here by beginning with that concept to help raise consciousness that our medical system has gotten really stuck in a rut um, and no accident the things that they're stuck in a rut doing are the ones that are most expensive and most profitable to the drug companies and um, some of the providers the hospitals and so on so we don't blame anyone for that. If you went to medical school, you were steeped in this tradition. Um, you were absolutely convinced that it would be a travesty to use any other treatments on your patients because you would be risking their lives or or refusing to give them the most available treatments and so on. So we don't blame our doctors. They have have truly been trained day and night and had this drummed into their studies that these are the things that work. 
and that if they want to help their patients, they should skillfully apply these particular methods. So we're trying to, you know, open the, pull up the shades and let the sunshine in here. So let's talk a little bit about, um, and Meg, you, Meg is a healer in her own right, as you heard last week. She is an acupuncturist and has a tremendous knowledge of healing techniques and, well, we think of Meg as a walking encyclopedia. <laughs> Hope you don't mind me talking about you <laughs> in front of you, Meg. <laughs> Meg has practiced many different modalities and studied many more, so... Um, I'm going to give a basic introduction here, and if you have anything you want to add, please feel free. Okay, I will. So here is what I was taught by the White Brotherhood, which is the, um, I guess you could call the medical committee <laughs> of the high, in the higher dimensions, Um those who truly enjoy being healers and helping us. And if you call on a committee from the White Brotherhood, they will come and help you. And this, these are some of the things that they taught me. They will come and do energy treatments on you that are similar to the kind of things that we are now doing that we call quantum energetics and uh, Reiki, distance healing, and so on. And what I saw when they were doing a healing for me was that you can literally look inside your body and find the places in your body that need healing, but even more important, the resources that you have in your body no matter how sick you are, more of you is involved in the healing than is involved in being sick. So it's really important to keep your perspective, especially when you have something difficult like cancer. You know, they, it's, it's scary because you hear such terrible things and it once was a death sentence. It isn't any longer, but... I think that also is because we're learning more about diet and various treatments that are truly helpful. Um, and they're also refining the more primitive things that they've been using, like chemotherapy. So first look to your body for the resources that you can bring to bear on your own healing. Now, we know that in our bodies, the antibodies for various illnesses and the red and the white blood cells that are produced come from the marrow of our bones. So inside our bones is a healing factory just waiting to be turned on and brought to bear 
on any disease that enters your body. Now, we're not aware of it as we go through our day, but our body is constantly on the alert, seeking out any invading um, cells that may begin to develop or that may come from the outside, um, viruses, bacteria, and so on. Our bodies are constantly on the alert, constantly producing the healing cells that will go after, will specifically be designed to go after whatever the invader is. Now, the reason we get cancer is really pretty simple. It's because our bodies are overloaded. They're working hard all the time, going after all these toxins that enter our bloodstreams and our, our, that come from our food and our air and our water. So our bodies are constantly under pressure to fight off the toxins that are being introduced. And cancer is one of those things that eventually may begin to develop because it slips through the screen and because your body's so busy trying to get rid of everything else. So usually, I mean, even now in the in the allopathic medicine, doctors will say, change your diet, organic foods only. And that's usually as far as they, they go. But, of course, we know that there are powerful um, healing techniques that begin with juicing. And the reason juicing works is because it allows your body to absorb the nutrition directly from the fruits and vegetables without having to pass through um, the kind of digestion process that takes a lot of energy from your body. So it's almost like a transfusion of just high quality, easily digestible nutrients. So your body's spared the work. Your liver doesn't have to work to get rid of whatever isn't digestible, whatever isn't good for your system, because you're getting this direct, immediate nutrition. So juicing is a really powerful way. And it is a little complicated. It's, you know, a little messy because it doing real juicing in a centrifugal juicer means that you're squeezing the vegetables and fruit and getting the nutrition out of them and leaving all the fiber and so on behind. Now, generally, your body likes fiber and it's good for you, but when you're really sick and you want to get a big boost, juicing is just phenomenally successful and effective in for all kinds of illnesses. But it works especially fast on cancer. So that's the first thing, nutrition. And reducing the load on your body, the toxins and also the anxiety. When you 
when you get anxious, fearful, you turn on the fight-or-flight response in your body, and it floods your whole body with hormones that charge up your breathing, your heart rate, shut down your digestion, get your arms and legs ready to run or fight. The blood rushes away from your brain. You feel it in your stomach, your your intestines, your brain, your arms and legs, your lungs, everywhere. Think what stress that is on your body. So feeling fear, feeling anxiety, or even worrying floods your body with hormones that then have to be reprocessed. And if you get into a high-powered fight-or-flight response over anything, it can take your body 72 hours to reabsorb and to digest and get rid of all those hormones that are, you know, they act one way and then they you have to have a reaction of hormones and so on, and your body is bouncing back and forth and being jerked around. So don't even go there. That's the first thing. Perfect nutrition and no stress. No anxiety. No worries. Now, to do that, you're here. (laughs) We're going to get in touch with our higher selves, our masters, those who can really help us. So, we're going to offer Kenneth a healing today, but I'd like to include all those either on the call or who have loved ones or friends that they would like to send this healing energy to, by all means do so. Count yourselves in, and we're going to do a healing with Sananda, but in the meantime, the first thing I want you to do is to concentrate, turn your vision inward. So you see your body, see all the abilities and talents that your body has to heal. See it working and especially see the marrow of your bones producing the antibodies the, the cells that will go right through your bloodstream and if you direct it, consciously direct, I think of it as like a, a stream of little soldiers coming out to go after the disease. So in Kenneth's case, we're going to go after the, the tumor that's pressing on the nerve that's um, next to his hip. Okay, so Kenneth, you're going to picture the cells that are going to go after the cancer cells. And these cells will be perfectly programmed because your body knows how to do it. You just need to tell it. Send these blood cells, these um, these healing cells, 
that are going to go after the cancer and see it like a like a um, a steady stream of little soldiers going right out through your bloodstream down through that the big um, artery that goes down by your hip and have them jump off and go right there through the little capillaries to this tumor. Now the tumor is being fed by the little capillaries so you can send a steady stream of your little guys there to literally seal off the cancer cells. They're going to build a sac around it and prevent the cancer cells from getting any nutrition. So they literally wall the tumor off so that it can't get, it can't be fed by your body's natural inclination to feed itself. Okay, so picture it. And anybody else who has a tumor, malignant or otherwise, it doesn't matter, or, or any illness or um, injury in your body, you can do the very same thing. Picture the cells. Now, they'll be different depending on what the problem is. Watch the cells go to that tumor and literally shut it down. Okay. Meg, do you, is there anything you'd like to add? That was a wonderful description uh, when I work with people on nutrition and work with people on that come in with cancer diagnoses. Um, of course, the root of alternative medicine and Chinese medicine, of course, is do no harm and to strengthen the host. Right. Less concerned about what's actually coming in with a strong host. Everything is taken care of. And and I think along with what you were saying, being able to be in alignment with all the ways that we do feed ourselves and the, the feeding of the good thoughts, feeding of the good food with high vibrations. And then oh. the only thing I would add is that... oh, We're getting a yes. big... Uh, static. Okay, go ahead. Okay, I'll back up the phone a little. Um, and the only other thing that I suggest people to do is if we've had 30 or 40 years of toxins coming in, the mm-hmm. blood is very happy to let go of those if we go through some type of purification program. So right. you can speed up, you can speed up the process of the blood being very rich and bringing the healthy immune system cells there with all the good organic food and the um, the clean nourishment you're getting, it will just be faster if we give it a, a dumping out of what we've done to that point. But after that, it's really in. So when I've worked with people, sometimes it'll take six months to a year to clear something. If they give it a head start, by purifying their organs and, and cleaning themselves out, it could be three months. Even I've even seen a month where they had to go to the doctor's office. So mm-hmm. we, it'll just 
they'll still get there. It'll just be a little bit quicker, and, of course, the symptoms might leave just as fast. But everything else was wonderful, right right on with what I suggest. So, yeah. So good. We're working together. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think maybe that would be a nice thing to talk about um, next week, maybe. Let's have a few minutes in the beginning where we talk about cleansing and um, preparing your body to heal. I'm sure you have lots of techniques and suggestions about that. Yes, and some different kinds, too. Everybody sort of likes different methods, and I can just quickly give a few resources and where people can go for more information so they can they can um, continue. And, of course, I'm also happy to give out my email as a, as a resource for anyone who would like um, some support during the process. I'm happy to do that. Mm, well, you may be inundated with emails, but that's <laughs> great if you're willing. We're happy to have you as a resource here. So can we do that now? Can you Absolutely. give people your your email now? And then we'll also promise them that next week we'll do a segment about cleansing and um, what's the word you usually use to, to clear Pure out toxins? Yes, it's the same thing, but purifying and cleansing are purifying. wonderful. I like that, yeah. Yes, and you know, and it's interesting, the the body, of course, is set up to do this. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the body is set up to purify us. The only reason why it doesn't, as you say, because it's overwhelmed with the additives and the genetically modified foods and the Roundup and the hormones that are in our foods. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I what I see, which is magical, is when we get out of the way, the body just flies, and it is so simple. And yet, many times people come so confused with all these numbers and words, and uh, just the fear is so strong when they come away from an allopathic meeting, and yet. Mm-hmm. Trusting in the body is so simple. And uh, so if we clean it out and give it good food, it'll just fly and it'll take care of everything. And then you add together with your beautiful meditation and your visual centering and the positive thinking, and it just, there's just nothing I've never seen it take care of when when we set it up for success. So so my email is mm-hmm. J, uh-huh, J-A-R. D is in dog, E E D A V I S at gmail dot com. So J A R D E E D A V I S at gmail dot com. Mm-hmm. Jardy Davis. Yes, just the middle name. But anything to do with any diagnosis you've been given from allopathic doctor, I'm familiar with, and anything with alternative medicine or going about it from a helping the host perspective. Um, if that's along your line, I'm happy to happy to support you. So just let me know. And there's no overwhelm. I'll I'll be able to handle each email. So you're welcome. Mm, thank you, Meg. So we're yeah. going to and if people want to ask and if you find you have more than one 
subject that people are, I mean, one subject that people are asking about frequently, we'll do it on the air. Perfect. So you're not going to end up answering the same thing over and over again. Wonderful. So we'll have a regular, you know, educational segment here um, to help out Sananda. And then we'll call him in um, to help him complete the healing. So does that sound good? Excellent. All right. So with all of this in mind um, that we've just presented, Kenneth and others who are here to heal something in their own bodies, look inward, follow this process calmly and quietly so that you feel yourself just filled with love, and you, the one who's in charge, are overseeing this process with a deep sense of love and confidence in your own body. And it doesn't matter how far this disease process has gone. By taking hold in this way, you can turn it around. So I'm going to step out of the way now and let Sananda come through. And then, um, oh, well, you know, I have another idea. We we talked about this last time that, uh, oh, you just, you just put Kenneth's name up? Um, yes, I wanted to let him know that he's here and listening and to let you see he was here. Oh, great. Did he manage to tell you that? <laughs> was that I one wrote I was... down his... No, I just wrote down his number from, from last from time. From last... Thank you. I was looking for it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you're terrific. Mm-hmm. All right. So Kenneth is here. I just noticed that on the board. Um, what I think we can do... Uh, Rod has his hand, name, hand up and Kenneth is here. Let's... Let's let them have a moment um, to answer their questions, and then we're going to do the call, and we're going to end the call with Sananda's closing so we won't come back for questions. We'll just keep the beautiful high note and the good feelings and go on to celebrate Father's Day with all the guys in our lives that are dear and important and would like to be recognized today. So let's let's call on our two that have their hands raised here. Here we go. Okay, I've got I've opened Kenneth's line. Welcome, Kenneth. Hello. Hi, Kenneth. So we've been talking about you. I've heard. <laughs> and um, I I hope you're ready to absorb all of the information and the love that Sananda's going to bring through. And you have Meg's email now. Did you get that, Kenneth? What's that? Did you get Meg's email? So you can... No, uh, I'll, 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 uh, I'll have to go online and, and pick it up. I didn't... I, I had stopped taking notes before, just before... Oh, okay. Well, maybe we'll... Why don't you um, announce it again, Meg, 
and we'll put it. Yeah. It'll be on the. We'll put it on the Facebook page. Is that, or do you think that's going to get? No, that's no problem. Well, that might that might bring uh, ten thousand um, emails. <laughs> well, we'll, <laughs> we do we'll, have we'll to solve it. And... If it's ten thousand, will Fernanda will let me know what to do. <laughs> okay. It's, um, yes, it's uh, okay. So it's uh, J A R D is in dog. E E D A V I S at gmail dot com. Okay, Jardie Davis at gmail dot com. All right, so welcome, Kenneth. Um, sit back, get really comfortable, and we're going to close your line and bring in Sananda. Okay. Very good. Okay. All right. All right. All right. We'll give you a few seconds. Mm-hmm. Just to uh, take a deep breath and center and connect with our beloved Sananda. He's right here. And welcome, Sananda. Greetings, all my beloved masters. I am your Sananda. And I've been looking forward to this call. To meet with all of you and to continue this wonderful work that you do. I'm here, you know, as a sort of guest speaker. But we have these powerful healers on the ground to work with you. And their expertise and their willingness willingness to help is is so impressive and wonderful. I can't possibly thank you enough. And so I'm here as a kind of guest (laughs) to let you feel the sense of love and, and gratitude and fondness that we have for you in the higher dimensions as we call it, it's hard for you to imagine, but it is as if we have an eagle's view, let's say, so we can look upon you from a distance if we choose. We can take in the whole planet, or we can come right there with you. Your higher self is always in connection with us, is always right there to help you, but you need to be willing. I want to say a few words about your relationship with your higher self. When you decide to come here to this life, it is with the understanding that your higher self will be a guide, will oversee your life's path, will hopefully nudge you and you'll feel it if you should get off your path, but that is entirely up to you. Whether you respond to the nudgings and the encouragings from your higher self, you're here with the special 
privilege and responsibility of having absolute free will. Now, what that means is that you are not connected as if with an umbilical cord to your higher self. Your higher self is supervising, is overseeing, is available to you like a, an attentive mentor, but is not connected to your feelings and thoughts and sensations directly. This means that your higher self does not feel if you poke your finger. Your higher self does not feel the pain. If you're hungry, your higher self does not experience hunger, but understands, observes knows what you're feeling because they can see and hear and are very empathic because your higher self really is you. And so it's a very unusual arrangement in that your higher self is there to help you every moment, is there to feel compassion, love, understanding, but is not feeling what you feel. And this creates a situation in which you are completely independent, completely free to choose how you will respond to every event every feeling, every thought. This is a big responsibility. It's also a very difficult situation because you don't have the advantage that we have in higher dimensions of seeing the cause and effect of everything crystal clear in front of us. We know if we take a certain action, what the ripple effect will be because we can see it. You don't have that. And so when you approach a cliff and are ready to stumble and fall over, your higher self will feel concern but will not feel the terror you feel at a moment of danger. Now, why do I explain this to you? Because perhaps it will help you to understand why at times you may feel alone. When you're in the higher dimensions, we're connected to each other in a very mm, direct, immediate, and if we choose, an intimate way with one another. We know each other's thoughts. We know each other's feelings because we feel it. And you have been there many times between lives 
you've experienced that sense of direct connection with others. Of course, we do have privacy if we choose. We don't, if we choose uh, a moment or a period to go off and meditate by ourselves, we can do that and no one will interfere. But in general, we have access to one another in a way that you don't have. You need telephones, you need letters, you need internet, and so on. We don't need that. And you have been used to that in between lives. And so this difficult, separate feeling that you experience here can be very disconcerting, can make you feel as if you don't belong here, can make you feel as if you've turned up on the wrong planet or as if nobody really cares about you because you're not connected the way you're used to being connected. You're not even connected the way a child is in the womb. So you begin your lives in transition from the higher dimensions. The experience of being an infant in the womb is much more familiar, is much closer to what you experience in higher dimensions. And so you go through a transition during the gestation period until you are finally thrust out into the world and are suddenly on your own, a newborn. Well, many of you have never really made peace with that, with that separation you felt at birth. And of course, the way children are birthed in most cultures is so cruel because the child is just torn away from the mother. The umbilical cord is cut immediately where it would not have to be. It doesn't have to be so abrupt and sudden where the child is smacked or hopefully they don't do that so much anymore. But the child is is brought into a cold room often under terrible bright lights and the child who has the innate memory of human faces opens its eyes to see grotesque figures all dressed in white with their faces hidden with nothing but slits for eyes showing. It's a terrifying situation for a newborn infant. And many of you never really get used to being here in this strange and separate way. So take yourself in hand. Take yourself under your own wing. Reassure yourself. First of all, this is temporary. You're coming closer and closer all the time to reconnecting with us because the veil is lifting. And this condition of being so separate within the confines, we think of it 
as the confines of free will, but it has afforded you the opportunity to experience something completely unique, to build your strength, your confidence, your integrity. And so the exercise that Catherine was talking about earlier is one in which I want you to go inward and experience yourself once again as one who is completely, intimately intimately connected with all other beings. In the energy grid that connects your heart to one another, you are never alone. In your intelligence, in your mind, in your day-to-day outward assessment of where you are and what you're doing, it seems as though you're separate and alone. But in your heart, you know that you are one with all other consciousness. Even here behind the veil, even here during this three-dimensional experience in a human body, even here, if you reach deeply into your heart, you will feel once again the deep, deep connection to all other beings and to me as I speak to you now. Let the energy of my voice resonate in your heart. The sound of my voice carries with it the feeling of love that I feel for you. It is not separate. It is not an idea. It's not something you have to figure out or discern. It is simply there. You will feel it if you open your hearts. It feels like a combination of a bit of a tickle, a little bit of a hum. It is a sound. It is a feeling. It is an emotion. It is all that and more. And that more is the truth of what you're feeling. There is such a thing as true love. And we know true love when we feel it because it is the energy of the universe. It is the true and nurturing energy that is 
creation that is what the universe is made of. Let it pour down, pour down through you into your heart. Fill your heart till it's overflowing. Let it spill down through your body and see it, the energy of that love approaching any place in your body that is not completely healthy, completely strong. Let it ease and heal. If it is an invasion, like a, a growing infection or a tumor, let the love energy spill down around and over and through the tumor itself. It will simply go to sleep. The tumor itself will just quietly cease to take nutrition from your body. It will be surrounded and the cells in that tumor will go to sleep. They will no longer be capable of growth or of multiplication. They will no longer be viable or alive. They will simply be the dust that your body will wash away. The dust of an old dark energy. And as we know, my favorite, my favorite uh, image of this, walk into a dark room and light one match. It does not matter how large or how inky dark that room may be. One match and it is no longer pure darkness. A hundred candles and there is light. Your body works this way as well. Wherever there is a dark corner where something that you would call a disease can fester, bring light. Pour the light over and through and around that area and it will simply shrink and melt away. Now, the longer this this disease process has been going on and the more toxic your body has been, it may take a little while. It might take a day. It might take a week. But it will begin shrinking immediately. It will lose its vitality 
and it will begin to fade away. Now, I have talked to you on recent calls and in messages through this channel about this process of darkness fading away. It is true inside your bodies. It is true inside your families, in your communities, in your countries, and on your globe. The time where disease and darkness, war, anger, pestilence, and disease was rampant on your planet, that time has passed. And it will never again come into fruition the way it did for for many years it was like a match that had been that had been set to a pile of tinder and sticks and logs and all kinds of flammable equipment and um, materials It was a bonfire. Well, now we have rained on the bonfire. We have swept away the tinder. There will be no more of these wildfires of destructiveness and darkness that can get hold because the culture in which it grew. You know how in a laboratory they take a small dish, they call it a Petri dish, they put a medium in it that they call the culture. It's something that the disease cell will find nourishing and encouraging. You have lived in a culture that was nutritious to darkness because it became so pervasive because it became such a part of everything you did everything you thought about everything you touched was a part of the whole system that was designed to create this wildfire this destructive wave of darkness that covered the earth. The very ideas that created the kind of fuel that you use, the kind of cars that you drive, how many of you can live a day without setting foot in an automobile? Your entire life is set up to be completely dependent upon these things that were created for darkness. That was it were they were created to hamper you from being free. And they were created to deplete and destroy our beloved Mother Earth. 
Now, the energy behind those things has been removed. Just as the energy behind the diseases that were caused by those things in your culture that created toxins and disease and as our beloved medic was saying, the overload on your systems. That overload is no longer being nurtured, is no longer being given energy to thrive. And so those of you who are in the last phases of this clearing, of clearing the disease, clearing the darkness. Kenneth, we have talked about the cancer that you are carrying. It has interfered with your ability to walk, to to be lively and free, and to do your work. You are being used as one who will clear this dark energy. Just as the reptilians came and needed a host, and by being with the host, the reptilians themselves were changed. Many of them changed to go to the light and to become powerful light workers themselves. And so you are being asked to clear your world of this cancer. And when you do that, you, not only you will be well, but you will have defeated an element of the darkness that has been so rampant on your planet. The strong ones are often the ones who are chosen to do this work. And so we are now in the final phases of clearing the planet of all this darkness. And you're all being asked to take part. You're all being asked to choose light, to bring love, to let it flow through your bodies, through the atmosphere around you, and to emanate that light and love all around you. Surround yourself first. Picture yourself in the center of a pillar of light as you've been taught. Yes, surround yourself. You can make the pillar as large or as small as you like. For now, for the purpose of clearing, you can keep it, say, just out to your arm's length, maybe a tiny bit further, so you're comfortably inside your own pillar, surrounded with light. And we will pour... God's energy down into your pillar through your entire body 
feel it washing through you like a great wave down through every cell and then let it flow right through you and out your feet and down into Mother Earth. And we are also helping her to clear away all the toxins and darkness. So let it go. All of it. All the residue of pain, of anxiety, stress, all the feelings from this lifetime and many before, the feelings of being put upon or victimized or threatened with terrible things and and even with the terrible events themselves, let it all wash away. So there is no more need for resentment, no more need for anger or revenge. You see, you, Kenneth and others like you, you are the microcosm of your planet. You are the microcosm in that you have experienced all these things as everyone else around you has and as Mother Earth herself has done. All of you have experienced the feeling of pain, of being under attack, of being hurt, of being mistreated, misused, betrayed. All of you have felt these things. Just as your beloved mother has felt them. And now we ask you, as representatives of your race, of those who will be the symbolic representative of the clearing and cleansing that is taking place now. We ask you, let the light shine through you. Inside and out. Let yourself be cleansed of all the anger, of all the resentment, of all the sadness. Yes, the sadness is a difficult one. Because sadness and resentment makes you feel weak, makes you feel overtaken, Many of you felt overtaken by the darkness that was all around you. Let those feelings lift. Let yourself experience the new day. You are not on the losing side. You never were. 
But of course, there were times when it looked that way from the ground. When the dark ones were having their way, they seemed to be winning all the wars and sealing all the elections and keeping people frightened and cowed and under their thumb. But the light never ended. The darkness never did overcome the light. There were only spots and momentary places where darkness seemed to be on the ascension. But you are free now. All the grids around your planet are changing, have been renewed, refreshed, rebuilt, or built anew. The bright energy is flowing around your planet in a way that it has not done for thousands of years. And in many ways, the light and the joy, the energy that is felt in that flow of energy around your planet is new because it is deeper. It resonates more deeply, more broadly, with great wisdom, with great experience and knowledge. It creates a feeling of richness and depth that was never here before. That is difficult to find anywhere in the universe. It is why we're so attracted to this planet. It's why we have dedicated thousands of years to this project. Yes, we did allow the darkness to come in because we knew in the process of taking hold of defeating this darkness, of working together so closely, so in love, we knew it would change us. We knew it would create a sense of creativity and intelligence and will, determination, resolve, and faith that would create a race of beings like no other. And here you are, beloved ones, reaching nearly there. And many of you are being asked to do this clearing, bringing the light, bringing new understanding and depth to everything you do 
everything you do, whether it's healing yourselves or helping others to heal, whether it's teaching a child or cooking a beautiful meal filled with love for the people you care about, whether it's tending a garden or just walking down the street. All of you, all of you have carried this responsibility, this challenge, and now the flame that represents our triumph. You will each carry the torch across the finish line. It is what we call ascension. You see, your ascension is not separate from this darkness you have come through. This is your ascension. It is coming through that darkness and into the light that is your ascension. It is not a moment when you will be snatched up off the earth's surface and taken somewhere else. That was a plan that was in place that had to do with rescuing as many of humankind as we could if there were to be a nuclear disaster or terrible destruction on the planet. There was such a plan, but that in and of itself was not ascension. It was a way of helping you to get out of the way if there was a terrible disaster. That has been taken care of because you have lifted your vibration, because your brothers and sisters have come to help stabilize planet Earth. And so you can proceed with your ascension, step by step. And when you do, when you are aware in the deepest part of your heart, when you're aware of taking those steps and you're conscious of everything you do and everything you say and everything you think, then you are truly a reflection of your Creator. And you have truly ascended. So many of you have said, well, the messages I've given you are simply a delaying tactic. It's not, it's not good news. It's, it's bad news that it's going to take longer and it's going to be harder and so on. This is not true, beloved ones. We are living up to what you asked us to do. we have been charged with the responsibility of helping you to create the conditions that you asked for 
before you came here. And what you asked for, individually and as a group, was that you be able to experience the deepest possible learning. What shall we call it? The deepest possible experiences, challenges. Some of them you think of as tests. Those challenges that would cause you, inspire you to reach deeply, to complete what you came here to do. If we had been forced by conditions that um, had been created on the ground, if we had been forced to rescue you, take you to higher dimensions, take you up to the ships where you would have experienced the healing ships and so on, you would have missed this period. You would have missed the most important part of your own development. The development of integrity, the development of being able to reach deeply into your heart to know truth. You cannot do that by magic. And it cannot be imposed upon you. Those challenges you learn in this incarnation process where you must choose. You must look at the circumstances around you and you must decide, I will take this action because I feel in my heart, in the deepest part of my heart, that this is the most loving thing I can do. By taking this action, I will create something new that is of the light. Take those words, beloved ones. I speak them carefully. I will create something new that is of the light. For every turn... Every day that passes, new energies come to you across your planet from the great central sun. New events present themselves. New experiences. The likes of which you've never encountered before will come to you, will be presented to you, And you will be challenged to reach down into your hearts and to find integrity. For integrity is based in the greatest kind of love. It is the deep knowledge that we are one and that we are never entitled 
to destroy another person, to destroy any conscious being. We are here to build. We are here to bring love, to bring knowledge, but not the kind of knowledge you can memorize from a book. We're here to test you, yes, but not because we enjoy seeing you sweat and and wring your hands, no, because we too have been tested and we know how effective it is. There is no better teacher than to be presented with a moral dilemma. And all of you, beloved ones, in these final days, will be presented with moral dilemmas that will cause you to reach deeply And notice that not once have I mentioned thinking about it. It is popular to use the term mindfulness. It is a nice term and it has helped. But I must warn you, mindfulness has nothing to do with your brain. Not really. It is linking yourself to the great mind that is God. And by that we mean consciousness. Now, it wouldn't make sense to teach the concept of consciousnessness. (laughs) So we call it mindfulness. But be aware This is not about figuring something out or adding up a column of figures or putting together a group of statements and trying to measure this against that. No. Go to your hearts. Only your hearts know the truth because only your heart can love. And so, in your healings, in your day-to-day lives, in your decisions about who you will choose to align with and be your friend, who you will choose to be on your team, who you will choose to spend your time with, who you will choose to marry, to befriend, to work with all of it all of it is presented to you as an opportunity to deepen and put in place the automatic sense I know what I know because I know it in my heart and I know that I know what I know because I have feel it, felt it and it resonates to the feelings I've had before which were of the deepest love. 
And so all of us work our way to higher dimensions, to higher planes of existence. This process is ascension for everyone. We are all working our way to deeper understandings, a deeper sense of knowing. And when you do that, you bring light. Let it pour down through you, as I described before, down through your pillar of light. Surround yourself with the beautiful flow. You'll feel it swirling around you like a river, golden and white light, pink, blue, flickering, flowing. Let it pour through your soul, through your cells, through your body, through all of yourself until you become pure light. Breathe it. Make it your own. Call that light by your own name. And there will be no disease, there will be no darkness that can come into your life. You need have no fear. You need not worry, not ever, because you are protected by the most powerful force in the universe, and that is love. And now I send you my own love, to mix in with that beautiful golden white light from the central sun, from God, from all the masters, from all your ancestors who came before you, who wish you well, who encourage you and send you love from every dimension, from every part of the universe. Know that you are loved. And know that we are with you. Until we meet in your own room, in your own meditation, in in your own heart, I love you endlessly. I am your Sananda. Namaste, beloved ones. Namaste. Namaste, beloved Sananda. Thank you for your powerful message. Mm. Welcome back, Catherine. 
Oh, yes. Mm. Oh, wow. I feel I'm surrounded. I, I often create the pillar of light, or I always do, and I often see it as a swirling golden white, but today I saw the colors, the faces. It was as if there were a billion faces looking down through the pillar of light, sending love. Brought tears to my eyes. It was so beautiful. Mm. And it feels so powerful. Whoa. I hope you're all feeling the same thing and enjoying it. And I don't think there's anything we can add except to say namaste and keep this with you. Take it, breathe it in, enjoy it, keep it. And so I'm I'm going to put on our music. I wish everyone health and happiness and joy and happy Father's Day for everybody, for the fathers especially, but for everybody. It's a nice time to have a party and to celebrate being a parent, being a mentor, being a friend, being a pal. (laughs) So, namaste, everybody. Thank you, Meg. Yes, Catherine. Thank Uh, you. We'll see you again Wednesday. Wednesday night? Can you do that this Wednesday week? Wednesday night, yes. 8 o'clock. It's a day. Terrific. All right. So we'll be doing our regular broadcasts Wednesday night and at 8 Eastern Time and Sunday at 2, also Eastern. So long, everybody. Big family and the truth, you know, love is all we. Need.